Hello, everyone. This is Premier Chess CEO, National Master Evan Rabin. I'm here on episode 205 of the Premier Chess podcast, uh, where every week we interview great uh, folks who have found their passions, whether it be a top chess player, business coach, lawyer, um, other type of individual who have you know actually found their passion. And this week, we have my good friend and colleague, Jackie Botello who's the founder and CEO of ABC VIP, which does exclusive concierge uh, and event planning for Manhattan-based hotels, corporate companies, and just actually found out uh, occasionally individuals uh, as well. Um, actually, a couple months back, went to an amazing uh, launch party that she did, uh, kind of getting into events, uh, you know, past COVID. Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, absolutely uh, amazing event. Uh, we met uh, networking uh, a few uh, years ago and uh, it's great to have her in my network. Uh, she has uh, a degree in marketing and management and psychology from Southern uh, Connecticut State University. Um, she was doing uh, sales and concierge services for uh, a couple different companies until she started uh, her own business uh, ABC VIP back in August 2017, uh, which is actually fitting because that is uh, literally pretty much the same month that Premier Chess was incorporated uh, in September 2017. So, um, yeah, we've both, I know, done uh, quite a bit uh, since then. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, it, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Been watching them for so long, so it's excited to be here. Definitely, definitely, be be better late than never. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I guess uh, you know, just to start out, um, you know, ABC VIP, you, you've you've done, like I said, a lot in the last you know five years. Uh, you know, you now have a you know a, a team. You're working with you know some of the you know great hotels in New York and you know other organizations. Uh, could you tell us, uh, you know, a little bit about how the, the company got started? Yeah, so I uh, moved to San Diego. I, I was in um, office supply sales after college. And so I was very comfortable walking into doors. It was outside sales. So then I moved to San Diego with no job and no friends at 27. And I was like, all right, I don't have any hospitality experience, but I would really like to not live my life by a number and just kind of see what I'm capable of. So I always had loved like the whole concierge, just helping people, helping them have like a great experience and being the reason that they, you know, can, you can take somebody's basic experience and make it exceptional. And that's just like such like a rewarding and just amazing thing to be able to do. So I applied for, I, I just cold called myself at a bunch of hotels and asked to meet the manager so that they got to like see me as a person and not just look at my resume since I didn't have experience in hospitality and ended up getting the head concierge position at this beautiful boutique hotel on the beach. And uh, my program that I pioneered helped us go from number 11 and number three on TripAdvisor in less than four months. So it was super successful. It was amazing. But um, I moved back to the East coast because I wasn't you know, they call it the sunshine tax out there. Uh, you don't like make a ton. And I was like living off tips and it just, I miss my family. So I moved back. And then what I did was I got back into sales and you should never chase the dollar. You chase the dream. So I chased the dollar and I wasn't very happy with those positions. So then I just said, you know what, I'm going to start working on what I did in San Diego and New York city. And just obviously on a much different and greater scale. 
and it's just like evolved to this. I mean, it's, it started as I was going to be a concierge consultant and help distress hotels kind of build themselves back up. Then I was like, how, why would they listen to me? I had to make myself indispensable. So I started building the network. And then I started thinking about like pain points about going in, out in New York. Like, you know, it's awful when you spend a hundred dollars on dinner and like the food is mediocre and the service, nobody cares about you. And I don't know. So I just kind of wanted to make it so that you can feel like a VIP, even if you're spending the same price that you would typically spend. And that's kind of how it's evolved to now. Wow. Wonderful. Well, yeah, I like what you said about, you know, dollars versus dreams. Uh, you know, you do need to uh, do what you're you know, passionate about, right? If you're working, uh, you know, doing what you love, you know, you're, you're not working, right? And I, I do know a lot of, uh, you know, business owners that uh, actually don't necessarily do that well, uh, mainly because they're, uh, you know, strictly uh, financially uh, motivated, right? Rather than, uh, you know, yeah. for, for doing it, you know, because they, uh, you know, really uh, like love it, right? So, um, yeah, so, you know, being in the, you know, event space now, uh, you know, for, for a couple of years, uh, you know, you're obviously, uh, you know, used to, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, types of events, different, you know, challenges. Uh, but I know, obviously, uh, you know, unfortunately, in the last couple of years, uh, you know, there, there hasn't been uh, like a ton of events, uh, you know, so how, how did you stay busy during, uh, you know, the, the time of COVID-19? <laughs> so, I mean, I did everything that I could. I mean, I, I, I hosted virtual game nights just to like keep, I mean, you know, you can't charge for that, but I asked, you know, obviously if people wanted to donate, there was a link for them to donate. Um, but yeah, I just did virtual game nights, which was really fun and actually really um, expanded my network. And we were doing events. I mean, we were doing these virtual game nights and people were coming on from like California and stuff. So it was, it was a cool way to keep people connected. Um, I started doing events to like give back to like local hospitals to help with like PPE. Cause remember there was such a shortage in the beginning. Then, you know, I just was like, all right, this is, I'm spending a lot of time and I'm not obviously generating any revenue. It was getting a little scary. So I was like, this is a good time for me to like reevaluate my business model. So I did. And I just kind of started building as many partnerships as I could. Cause unfortunately I had to like restart. So I had like about 50 experiences when COVID hit and then most of them were gone afterwards. So I had to like basically start from the ground up again. And so I did. So I started building partnerships with anybody that I possibly could. Um, a lot of like wellness, like you'll see, like I have some virtual wellness packages because um during my discussions and, you know, always staying in touch with hotels, it was really interesting uh, that like, that's kind of what kind of got us to be the concierge for these hotels because they were like, we don't know what to do with the guests. Like there's nowhere to send them. And so I started doing these virtual wellness packages to kind of help keep their hopes up because a lot of them are staying. The reality is, is a lot of them are staying at the hotels because they were undergoing treatment at nearby hospitals or like, you know, quarantining before like doctor's visits. So I have like all these like great, like wellness, like, you know, keep your spirits up kind of packages to hopefully help with the morale. And then thankfully things started to turn around and I got the Marriott partnership, which was amazing. It's like pretty much one of the most incredible days of my life when that popped into my mailbox and it was like the signed contract. Um, and then I've just been working on making guests happy and constantly evolving our packages and, you know, just changing with the times and 
just doing everything I can, uh, especially with events too. We've really like focused on a lot of venues that have that, um, have like a like COVID killing, you know, air sanitation system to really help with, um, you know, alleviating any people's fears, a lot of outdoor venues, just doing whatever we can to make people feel comfortable and happy and excited to be with each other. Yeah, wow. Well, well that, that, that I think is, uh, you know, just in, 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 in intriguing. And I think the idea is, uh, look, a lot of people, uh, you know, during COVID, you know, basically stopped their businesses and whatnot, you know, moved out of New York, things like that. But, uh, you know, people like you and, and I, uh, you know, just like never stopped, right? People yeah. ask me like, you know, what was it like, you know, during the time, like, you know, how, how, did, you, how did you keep busy? Um, and to the opposite, I tell everyone that, uh, you know, I've, I've never been busier. I was just going to say, I've never been busier than I was during the pandemic. Like, you know, it's, it's also because when I first launched the company, it was like, technically we launched in October, on October 2nd, 2018. And like, nobody bought anything. And I was like, all right, well, that, that wasn't supposed to happen. So then I go, and then like, I decided to like read, so I was like paying website developers to like build a website and I was basically just paying them to upset me. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. So what I started to do was just like not go out for, I like didn't leave my house for like three months over the winter from like probably like December to February. And I just like learned how to build my whole website. So like the website you're seeing right now, I did with uh, my friend Dave, but like you're looking at version like 5,000. Like I've been, this thing has been, I can't even tell you. Um, but I'm happy because now I never have to be dependent on anyone. Now, if like something goes wrong with the website, I know how to fix it. So all things work out. But, you know, I looked at the pandemic as a time where I could finally like dot my I's and cross my T's. Because then when we did launch finally in October 2nd, 2019, and then like we got a business and we were doing all these events. And I was like a chicken with my head cut off because I was doing everything by myself. And I didn't know how to, to like, you know, make sure that our spreadsheets are done and, you know, our terms and conditions are, you know, there's so many things like when you don't have, I didn't, I bootstrapped the company out of my savings. So I didn't have the money to, or the funds, I should say to like hire professionals to be like, these are the things that you need to do. So I was learning as I went. So the pandemic actually like probably saved the company, to be honest, if I'm being honest, because it was able to allow me to prove the virtual concierge model and not have that overhead of staffing to have people in the hotels. And it also, gave me an opportunity to like really take a look at my business and like my customers and understand them and understand my analytics from my website and things that I just like didn't have the time to do because I was doing everything on my own. So I hate to say it, but if I'm being honest, as catastrophic mm -hmm. as it was when it happened, it probably saved my, my company. Yeah, well, look, a lot of it is mindset, of course, right? You, 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 you wanted to stay strong, so you did. Yeah. And your, you know, business flourished, you know, just, just like ours, right? So, um, but yeah, no, it's great to see that you're, you know, productive and, uh, you know, now like, you know, better than you know, ever uh, in that regard. Um, so in your experience, uh, you know, now, um, you know, I'm actually, thank God, planning my wedding currently with my fiance, uh, Stacy. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, absolutely amazing. Uh, and we're, we're actually noticing that, yeah, people are kind of putting the last couple of years of events into one. So uh, things are you know, actually like, you know, busy uh, now. But, 
could you tell us, uh, you know, what events are, what, what events are like now, like, you know, post, post COVID-19? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's tricky, right? Because it's like people have such different views and such different comfort levels. So really I tell my clients, like, listen, like just do what you're going to do and just like hope that people, you know, follow suit, but like, don't be upset if they don't. But so like, we've tried to get creative and think outside the box a little bit on like how to like enhance attendance. Like I have great relationships with a lot of celebrities and athletes. So, you know, being able to hire them to come and, you know, have like meet and greets and stuff that helps with attendance or doing some sort of interactive activity where like people are engaged and it's not just like you're throwing them in a room with a couple of cocktails and some appetizers and expecting them to build connections, like really helping to manage those connections or giving them some sort of entertainment that, really helps with that. Those are the things that have really helped us with like attendance for our clients. Um, we also do, we have a lot of services that go with our events that have really kind of set us apart from others. Um, you know, we do everything from landing pages where we can track sales, um, ticket prices, guest list management, RSVPs. Um, we can do email marketing. We can do, uh, we can handle security and, you know, transportation, literally like anything that you can need for an event. Like we have a, a, like a menu, we call it. And you literally just like click off every single thing that you want and you start with your budget. And as you click on our back end, like we've found a way to kind of put a price on everything. So now we know what's left over for the venue. You tell us what kind of area you want in the venue and we're able to make everything that you want happen for the exact budget that you want. I mean, depending on what the budget is, some people give us a little bit of a challenge in that area, but if it's a reasonable budget, we're able to make everything that you want happen. And that's really a way that we've set ourselves completely apart and been just a very unique in, uh, event company that nobody else is doing. And then of course our buying power with our venues, you know, we've got the hotels, they're sending all their guests and they're buying our experiential packages. And then we've got our corporate clients that are buying our packages and also using us for events. So between all of that, you know, we're, we're a really great partner for local venues. We've really helped them a lot during these past couple really tough months. And of course, we're a complimentary service to the hotels just so we can help their guests. So we're doing some really great things and I'm super proud of the model and everything that we're doing to help hospitality come back in New York City. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think um, the, the fact that you, you were talking about, you know, with interactive is, is important. I mean, we've done actually, you know, lots of corporate classes for, you know, Google Citigroup, uh, you know, other major corporations, uh, you know, where we'll often, uh, you know, do a little lecture, we'll do a little simul, uh, you know, or myself or one of our instructors will you know, play everyone, uh, you know, at, at once. Um, we'll often, you know, provide like fun, uh, you know, giveaways. Um, so what, what do you see as like the biggest benefit for a company to do, uh, you know, something like a chess workshop or, you know, other type of, you know, corporate workshop? I mean, it just says that you care about your customers or your team, right? Like you like care about, like, you know, we work with so many companies every day that are like, because I do a lot of consulting on the side as well, um, just like engagement consulting, experience consulting. And so companies will come to me and they'll be like, you know, how do we like increase our employee morale? Like people are, you know, it, 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 it drops. I mean, a lot of people are overworked, some are underpaid, a lot are feeling underappreciated. And, and that's like a terrible way to feel, especially when you're dedicating so much of your life to your job. Like you're, you're working like 90% of your week, you know? So 
we're just constantly trying to find ways like, you know, the chat, like them, them booking, you know, a, an event that in, includes chess says to their employees or their clients, we care about, you know, you having fun. Like we care about you feeling good and, and meeting people and interacting with other people. Like we care about you. And that's, that's really like why doing events is so important because it just shows that you care. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that, 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 yeah, I think is, is important. And, you know, of course, employee retention is, is key. Um, I know our main contact at Kramer 11, a, a law firm that we run classes at uh, pretty regularly, uh, you know, actually once said, you know, look, we have a constant fight with other uh, firms for, you know, the top talent and something like Jess, uh, you know, is actually a great way for uh, employees to have, you know, something good in their, you know, lunch break that is, you know, interesting, you know, intriguing, um, and also, uh, you know, beneficial, you know, when we're teaching ideas about judgment training, uh, you know, on one hand, you need to, you know, law, no law, you know, pretty much in and out, uh, but at the same time, you need to learn how to, you know, think on your feet, you know, when you're on a deadline, you know, in a chess game, when you're, uh, you know, playing, Yes, it's good to know openings from beforehand. It's good to know, you know, basic openings, middle games, end games. Uh, but also it's important to learn how to, you know, think at the board, uh, think about, you know, the nuances of the position and, uh, you know, be able to, you know, constantly, you know, come up with, uh, with, with the best move. Um, do you have any CJ. maybe creative ideas about, you know, maybe some of the parallels between, chess and you know like running events i mean it also i mean of course like chess is a you know it's a it's a very strategic and like unique game so i would say that you know upping the venue i feel like that you do it like the different kind of like environments that you're doing it in is really where you can kind of you know spice things up a little bit you know the, the game is the game so you can't really do too much with that but you can maybe include like a whiskey tasting with it or you can include a food tasting with it or a wine tasting with it or you could do it at a venue that's like you know you're doing it on a rooftop in the town of manhattan or like you know at one of our observation decks like there's like different ways that you can you can always you can take something and you can always make it you know unique anything like anything I mean I do it all day every day you can take a menu and create an experience from it you can take a game and create an experience from it so really I mean it always just depends on like what the vision and the budget is and like we can pretty much make anything happen so yeah so I I think um yeah it's uh you know it's, it's a strategy of course is important right you always need to you know come up with the best move right and uh you know any you know, situation, uh, right? So, um, yeah, it's uh, you know definitely you know something important to consider. Um, where where do you see your your business going now? And you know, where you uh, you know where 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 do you see your uh, you know ABC VIP going? Well, just like Frank Sinatra and Jay Z said, if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I don't think <laughs> we included a, a global pandemic twice in the past two years, but. Um, we're making New York city, a well-oiled machine. And then we're going to be going out to San Diego and Miami. Cause we already have the networks there. 
then Chicago and Austin short to follow after that, because again, we have the networks there and it's going to be a plug and play each city that we go to. I'm really excited too, because, you know, we're really making a difference in New York and it's a really hard city to navigate. So going to cities that are a little bit easier to navigate, but also like people are craving experiences and like our company is different than all the other ones, right? Like we're not a discount company. Like, you know, I, I, I saw that, um, one of our partners, like we have for $45, you get VIP entry and you get two cocktails. And then I saw that they have open bar for $29 on like Groupon or Pulse or one of those. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm not even going to say anything to them because like, those are well drinks, right? They're going to be like, and those people, those poor people that buy that, they're going to have a hangover the next day because those are not quality drinks. And hopefully like, you know, they tip those staff, but maybe they don't. And then the staff won't be treating them as well. Like you're getting two cocktails through us, but like you're getting like premium cocktails and that includes gratuity for the staff. So they're super happy and they're feeling good. And they're making sure that even after those two cocktails are done, they're paying attention to you. It's like, we're keeping it really affordable to have a VIP experience. And that's why we're so different. And it's like, we're never going to be in the same lane as those other third-party sites, which there's nothing wrong with them. Like some people just really wanted to save money and, and that's fine. But like through us, you're still saving You're but you're, I mean, you're paying the same amount that you would typically send pretty much, but you're just getting so much more value for it. And that's really where we come in. We're just like a very value driven company. That's also helping venues to survive because how much are they going to make at $29 for open bar? But with us, like they're doing okay. And like, that's what it's about, right? We have to all help each other. It's hospitality. It's like, we've all, everybody's been through hell and back in the past couple of years. So anything we can do to help people have a great experience and also help venues survive is, is really the lane that we're in. So I'm really proud of it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's great to see that you're getting out there. Um, you know, we actually do, you know, classes all around the country, uh, you know, New Jersey, Texas, Maine, Connecticut, um, Florida, you know, et cetera. I was actually in Las Vegas uh, two weeks ago for the national hey. uh, after school conference. Uh, meeting schools from all over the country. So, uh, yeah, we definitely do, uh, you know, get out there. And, uh, you know, it's just great to see people, uh, you know, with the, with the growth mindset, you know, which is something that uh, I would say uh, pretty much everyone, uh, you know, that, that's been on the podcast, uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely has, you know. So, um, yeah, um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, to, 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 to wrap up, you know, I guess one more, uh, you know, kind of just like, you know, fun question is, uh, you know, what, 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 just being, you know, in, in, in New York, you know, you've, you know, done a, you know, a lot of different events and, and whatnot, you know, you know, a lot of different, uh, places and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, Think there's so. like one place that one, one, one thing in New York, you know, what, what, what's, what's your, your favorite place? Um, like my favorite package that we're offering, like experience or just favorite well, place in New place that you know you, you you like to be at um i mean when i'm not working i like to be home i'm exhausted but um i would say i don't know i love the summit i love the summit at one vanderbilt i think it's like the coolest place and um but don't go there yet because our packages aren't launching for another two weeks so in two weeks then start going there <laughs> um wonderful and you know i guess obviously the last question i you know it'd be reminiscing 
Um, you know, those people actually listening to the podcast later won't be able to see, but I am actually holding my amazing rescue dog, Ryland. Uh, and you do have your uh, amazing dog, Waffles. Uh, you actually brought Waffles to uh, our office that we work uh, a couple uh, months ago. Uh, but could, could you tell everyone, you know, a little bit about the, the ABC VIP mascot, Waffles? Yeah. So actually, Waffles saved the company, which is kind of like a really cute story. Um, I, like I said, I funded the company out of my savings. I had like, I think 32. I, I was in a really like intense sales job before I went all in with ABC. So um, I remember I got like my bonus because I kicked so much tush that year in sales and I'm like such a saver. So I like, think I started with like $32,000, but I was paying like $2,500 in rent every month. So it really like didn't last as long as I wanted it to. And, you know, I wanted the sales to come in and they weren't for so long. So, um, but when I first got waffles, I never went out. I like, I was like, if you want to hang out with me, you're coming to my apartment. I'll cook. I had dinner parties every Friday and Saturday night. I had game nights. I had all of that. But then when I was running out of money, like legit, like, so, you know, you know, anytime you start a company, you're like, all right, I'm going to set thresholds. So like when it gets down to like 20 grand, I'm going to get a job, but I was making such measurable results that like, I couldn't walk away from it. So that happened again at 15,000 and then 10,000. Then when I got down to like 6,000, I was like, okay, I've got like two months left basically of like living. So I started doing, um, events. I've started doing game nights and dinner parties at like private spaces and at restaurants and like bars. And that's what catapulted me into event planning. And since then I've done over a hundred virtual, I mean, uh, 200 virtual and in-person events, which is crazy. Like it really took off. So I don't know that the company would have survived if we didn't start doing events. So Waffles saved the company because if he wasn't so cute, I wouldn't have started having all those game nights and dinner parties at my apartment. And who knows where we would be today. So thanks, Waffles, you good boy. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have to say, actually, I was up in our you know hotel room. Uh, we're in, in Montreal, actually, at, at the moment uh, where my fiance is from, actually. And, uh, you know, I said, like, yeah, I, I need to take Ryland down with me for, for the episode because I, I know Waffles is, is going to be there. <laughs> So, um, you know, but both, both dogs had to, had to, had to be uh, special guests uh, on, on, the, on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the um, okay. Yeah, well, um, I, I definitely look forward to uh, scheduling a, a, a Waffles and Ryland and Maxie playdate. Maxie is our golden Can't retriever wait. who's back in New York. I will tell you, he's got a little bit of a Napoleon complex. So if your dog's a male and he's got like a very alpha personality. Waffles might have a little hard time with him at first, but you know, he'll be good after a second. He's don't he's figure really it out. such a Napoleon complex. It's crazy. <laughs> well, Waffles is uh, a great boy. I, I had the pleasure of hanging out with him, you know, a yeah. few months ago and uh, we, we, we're going to do it again soon. So looking forward um, to it. Yeah, I'm back in New York. So um, anyway, really great talking to you about, uh, you know, different you know subjects from, you know, dollars is a dream, productivity during COVID, uh, events after COVID, uh, interactive activities, uh, some of the benefits of corporate classes, uh, strategy and chess and, you know, event planning uh, and how you're, you know, have a growth mindset and you're, you know, expanding around the country. Uh, and of course, not forgetting our, uh, mascots, uh, Ryland and uh, Waffles uh, and, and Maxis. So, um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, while you're on the podcast? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I would just, uh, if you want to check out what we have going on, we would love um, your support. If you can follow us at abcvipnyc.com. Um, actually, abcvipnyc is our uh, social media handle and our website is www.theabcvip.com. And we look forward to hopefully working with you soon. Definitely, definitely. Well, look, we definitely value you, of course, as a you know, close partner of Premier Chess. Um, of course, ABC VIP is actually listed uh, on our partners page, premierchess.com slash partners, uh, where you could also find many of our other uh, podcast guests uh, and their companies. Uh, you know, so um, yeah, definitely, um, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, talking to you uh soon and uh yeah really appreciate your uh time coming on and look forward to uh seeing your progress as uh like us you're expanding more and more uh all over the country yeah thanks Evan. so nice talking to you and bye Take everybody care. bye